<laughs> I'm David G. I'm Cooper. I have goldfish in my mouth. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Arpon. Uh, I'm Eddie. AJ. And this is the Live and Learn podcast. If you live for the good moments, you learn, learn from, from the bad. bad. You're in the right place. This is the Live and Learn podcast. All right. Okay. So today we have with us some very special guests. Um, one of my uh, best friends, little brother, mm-hmm. Eddie, and his friend, AJ, are here to talk to us about um, app development, business, and perhaps some uh, finance and investments. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And anything else around that, I suppose. Uh, but yeah, do you guys want to tell us a little bit about yourselves? You start yeah, off. how did you guys meet? Oh, uh, cool story. Um, it was the last day of school, um, sixth grade, and it was leading up to the summer. I was just about to head into my bus to like go home, and uh, AJ came up to me, and he was like, hey, you're a pretty cool dude. Like, Can I get your number? Can I get your number? <laughs> nice introduction. And I was like, oh, sweet. yeah, sure. And he was like, let's hang out. And I was like, sweet, let's hang out. You guys had phones in sixth grade? I did. I just had to like type it, like write his number yeah. down. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I see. <laughs> but yeah, he was like, yeah, let me get your number. And he was like, we exchanged numbers. And then we've been best friends since then. Like, we hung out like probably a, like, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Sixth grade, and I got really close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, can you tell me what, what it is you found so cool about Eddie? Yeah, like, <laughs> what, you remember? what incited this like uh, quick I, I feel like we definitely had a lot of common because we both were in choir class and we both had uh, uh, French and English together and we're I guess to say we're both nerds during that time and yeah. we clicked like that for sure okay mm-hmm. alright I can dig it yeah exactly alright cool and then um, so you guys went through basically all primary mm-hmm. all of um high school together and now you guys are um kind of in school together mm-hmm. yeah. um okay so do you guys want to want to talk about that a little bit uh about what about uh college like you guys are currently in college right now um and we're going to be talking about the project that you guys mm-hmm. are working on in college but there's yeah. uh, there's some so yeah, so I'm not in college right now. I haven't started college. He's in, he goes to Augsburg. Oh really? I yeah. thought you guys were going to the same school. Oh uh, no, I always <laughs> I'm there like almost every week, like chilling uh-huh. at Augsburg. Like, <laughs> no, I don't go to the school though. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, do you not plan to go to um, uh, what is it called? What is it called when you go to like uh, advanced learning? Yeah, advanced university. Learning. Do you plan um, on doing any advanced learning? Uh, I, I feel like maybe next fall I'm uh, planning on dipping my feet into that. Uh, I'm not too sure yet what I want to mm-hmm. do. You know, I'm still in that uh, that transition stage yeah. where I'm trying to figure out what I want to do yeah. with my life. So, uh-huh. yeah, I'm just taking it slow right now. I'm just like getting a groove uh-huh. for everything. Well, what I'll say to that is like don't be stressed out about mm-hmm. it at all because I can definitely say definitely all three of us are definitely still trying to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's nothing to be ashamed about. Like, I think um, uh, one thing a lot of us know for sure is that uh, adults do a lot of pretending as far as, mm. you know, um, they knowing really, what they're doing. They really don't know what's going on. You exactly. find out a lot. Is exactly. The people who, like, you hold to, like, a higher standard or who you feel like are in a position of power or authority, they really mm. don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense for Everyone's sure. Everyone's just doing some really good pretending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so are we. 
Um, Okay, but well, so you're not currently in school, Mm -hmm. but you do uh, app development. So you obviously have some coding experience. So I don't do the coding for the app. I actually Uh, hire a freelancer to do all the coding. Oh, word. So I did all the like the design of the app. Uh I basically went on Photoshop, designed what I want, made Uh a little mock up. Okay. And I just hand that to the developer Mm -hmm. and they like, you know, uh, just develop everything, put it all together, put okay. like what my vision is, and they put it all together. And yeah, I basically just pay them based on like what mm-hmm. I want. Okay, that's very impressive mm-hmm. because that's like that's like actual like business mm-hmm. like building stuff. <laughs> exactly. Because um, one like really big thing I feel like a lot of um, normal people don't know is like big people like uh, let's say for Elon Musk uh, mm-hmm. since he's like a really big example. He doesn't make everything. Like mm. all the cars that you see, like that yeah. come out of Tesla, he doesn't make those. He didn't design them. He's a one he, man sweatshop, dude. I, he he, he, that's what everyone thinks. <laughs> everyone really thinks that, but he like he has designers, he has engineers. Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, Elon Musk is a really smart guy. Like he made and sold uh, PayPal. Um, mm. Also, bit of history. Uh, he got pushed out of PayPal. Really? Literally, like uh, the board uh, decided that like he was making too many reckless moves, <laughs> so they kicked him off the board, and so he literally has no control over that company anymore. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but moving on, um, you can't do it all by yourself. You need a team to mm-hmm. develop yeah, exactly. any type of idea. Like the whole I. There's like a pretty famous saying. It's like smart people have smarter people like mm-hmm. do the work for them no, or figure things sure. out for them. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, no, because I um, personally I run a production company. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I have a cinematographer. I have a director. Exactly. I do most of the producing on like my end. Like we all like have a certain role to do because if it was just one person doing it, and there there are a lot of like people just like mm-hmm. one man gunning stuff. And I feel like that's very stressful. Like, For sure. exactly. And I, like, it, it, I feel like longevity-wise, it doesn't work out because one person can't do all of that workload. They like they can, but not for very long. Mm, no, yeah, exactly. Definitely a team helps you put everything together. Exactly. It's like keep everything together. Exactly. So then I guess that brings us into your team, mm-hmm. you and Eddie. So um, why don't you break that down for us? So, yeah, basically, you at, fir- at first, it was just me and my brother. Yeah. Me and my brother started it, and then, you know, we figured out we can't really do this alone. So, you start bringing on more and more people. Yeah. Like, Eddie, like, Eddie, like, helped us, also, like, helped us, like, a good amount of money, too, mm-hmm. to invest into the app. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's just been about finding people on, like, what they're good at to help us at, like... Bro, what, <laughs> what is that? Bob Selder. <laughs> just in my head. Uh... Gotta get up if I want to. Yeah, well, if it's uh, if it stays, it's ruining the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Unexpected guests. That's our third guest. Yeah, that we we asked him what he thinks. <laughs> <laughs> How's your day going, Mister? Um, but no, no, continue. You were you were saying, um, Eddie was helping you as far yeah. as like investing. Go on, continue. What's yeah. the breakdown? Yeah, and just uh, finding like uh, people who know how to market. Yeah. People who know how to do social media marketing. People who know. So you have business. social media, like as far as like people like like running marketing. Yeah, basically, yeah, we have a social media. We have a TikTok, Instagram, uh-huh. Twitter. Our TikTok is actually really nice because it has almost two hundred thousand followers. Wait, okay, so let, let's pause really quick. Yeah. 
Um, because like we're we're going um a lot into the background of what mm. your company is, but we haven't actually explained what your company is. Oh yeah, is. exactly yeah, right. So <laughs> you want to do that, and then we can uh, continue. So basically, it's just a good, like the start, like how I came up with the company. Um, so basically, I one day I, I threw a party at yeah. my house. It was basically uh, I don't know if you guys remember the uh, Logan Paul versus Fort Mayweather yeah. fight. Yeah. So I basically threw a little watch party through that uh, for that at my house. How much you make? <laughs> what do you mean? How much you make? Like how much I make? Yeah. I didn't make nothing. Oh, you didn't make any money? No. I thought you were like selling like the fight. No. Yeah, we just literally just watched it at the house. And okay, I, had, I see. And basically, um, it got around on Snapchat that it was an actual party party yeah. instead of a watch party. So I yeah. just had a bunch of like people and like, you know, you dressed had a bunch out. of randos. Yeah, just a bunch up. of random people dressed out just coming to the house and uh, stuff and like thinking it was a party. And basically, after the party, uh, me and my brother were thinking, like, like man, what if we had something like we can find parties like this easily and like in one spot? Because right now, how you find stuff like that is you go on Snapchat, you like, do stories, yeah. and like you know, maybe you see a story for a party and you want to yeah. go there. But how about something that's all in one spot that you can easily find? So we came up like how about we start an app where we can find parties, uh, car meets, events, clubs, uh, all stuff like that just in one mm-hmm. spot. You know, it made me a little bit of research or competition, and there's really nothing out there like that. You know, we have stuff like Eventbrite, mm-hmm. but Eventbrite is like like older people, yeah. more like structured event like events. You mm-hmm. know, like jazz like jazz clubs and stuff. Yeah. So we decided to like you know make it more orientated to people like our age, like yeah. you know around like seventeen to twenty three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so right away we got on the computer. Start making mock-ups and like drawings of what we want, you know. And we started finding someone to make our vision alive. Mm-hmm. And we found someone. I don't know. Have you guys heard of Fiverr? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So yeah, we use Fiverr to have people like uh, basically a team from India, like a whole mm-hmm. agency, like develop the app for us. Yeah. Paid them a few thousand, and like, you know, and that's where we are today. It took about three months of development, okay. and then we we got the product. Sweet. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really mm-hmm. cool concept that you came up with because there, I feel like there really isn't something for mm-hmm. like our like age group of like um, just like young people um, in the like the range you said because I feel like uh, when we're in school, the only way for us like to find a big party to go to is if you were attached to like one of those uh, party Snapchats mm-hmm. or if you were like part of the, a frat or mm-hmm. sorority. Yeah, like yeah, mm-hmm. but like. Uh, but like big stuff, I feel like frat stuff yeah, is like really whatever. parties was pretty big. Yeah, yeah, that, but that was a Snapchat group. Yeah, yeah, and like uh, they would just like throw stuff out like occasionally, like. But um, that was but like. Then there was that goddamn car salesman, dude. <laughs> I hated that kid. I, yeah, I hate that kid too. You're making, he stole money from me. You really? Yeah, he stole money from me. Wait, I fucking how? hate that dude. How? Illegal. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, anyway, sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's like not really a good way to like you mm-hmm. know go out and like have parties and like mm-hmm. do random stuff and it's you know that's like uh, what are like you know after like eighteen like twenties like mm-hmm. that's really what it's all about. And that's that's the whole thing about business is you find a you find a problem you mm-hmm. solve that problem and you yeah. sell it. You yeah, know? of course it's that's like you you got to find your niche. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, I'm excited that we started this, and um, yeah, we dropped the app about a month ago, and yeah. we have about five thousand downloads. Yeah, just all in the Minneapolis area. Mm-hmm. Basically, our plan right now is just to get it all around Minneapolis. Yeah. So basically, if you basically if you live in Minneapolis, you know about the app. 
Yeah. And we basically want to do that first. And after that, you know, start branching out to more and more states. Of course. It's like, it's all about, Mm -hmm. um, uh, why am I forgetting the word? (laughs) Uh, like what's the word for like staging? Like, um, building over time. What is the word for it? Staging. No, no, no. It's like, it's just a different word. Uh, I, I can't remember what the word is. If I remember later, I'll say, but anyways, um, Building over time, because I can't remember what the mm-hmm. word is. You have to start somewhere. Obviously, exactly. you guys are starting in the cities. Minneapolis. Um, you know, I assume you guys are probably trying to, like, you know, blow it up in, like, different college campuses around yeah, here. Sure. You know, since that's target demographic. Mm-hmm. Um, get it in people's hands. And, like, I, I had a chance to check it out. Eddie sent it to me mm-hmm. um, a while back. And, you know, I looked at it. It's uh, It seems, like, pretty legit. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I literally was able to, like, run through the, like, main feed check out like you know what stuff was like happening near me um you know saw a little parties um you know i can send a request to go to this event Mm -hmm. um party whatever it may be and uh yeah you know it's like it's real like people are using it and i feel like that's like uh for a month that's Mm -hmm. very very impressive to like actually get like users like that Mm -hmm. that are actually using it and doing it for stuff using it for stuff excuse me and yeah, we basically spent zero dollars on marketing. Basically, it was all just word of mouth from mm-hmm. me and my friends. Yeah. We literally went to the U of M yeah. and we like got into dorms uh-huh. and got, we printed thousands of flyers and we just yeah. went through flyers under people's doors. Yeah. Like, yeah. And just like, yeah, it was pretty easy for marketing. So, like, well, that's guerrilla marketing. Yeah, right? exactly. You, know, you get, um, basically, just get in front of people's faces, mm-hmm. like in real life. Exactly. You know, because like the physical, I feel like, is so more, so much more um convincing mm-hmm. because you can't just like scroll away from it if it's like an ad on your phone you can just be like oh annoying ad telling me to do this scroll mm-hmm. away exactly but, like you know if like someone like threw a flyer like under your door you check this out what is this mm-hmm. oh hmm uh read the description oh uh, if i'm planning out hmm interesting i can go to parties i might check it out for sure uh-huh. yeah are you guys also using like uh, QR codes on those and yeah, stuff too? Yeah, literally on the flyer, it's a QR code. People exactly. they took them straight to the app. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's also something that we plan on doing pretty soon here. We, um, uh, so I'll tell you guys a, like a little quick story mm-hmm. about an idea I've been like telling these kids about as far as uh, using QR codes. Uh, so um, part time, I like uh, deliver for Amazon, mm-hmm. and I had to like uh, like stop in a park to like pee. And <laughs> when I went to the sporta potty. There was a sticker inside the porta potty with this QR code on it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, huh, what is this? And yeah, there's a QR code. And I was like, all right, let, let me like scan this QR code mm-hmm. real quick because I'm curious. Yeah. Um, I scan it. It takes me to this guy's like Spotify and like, you know, his like uh, music stuff. And I check it out. Um, honestly, it was pretty bad. But <laughs> yeah. the thing is, he got me to yeah, check it yeah, out. Exactly. And then he still got you. Exactly. <laughs> he, he, like, then mm-hmm. that's what matters. Like, if you can get people to, look in your direction mm-hmm. that's the first step mm-hmm. and like that gave me the idea to like get us to do that or, like you know like get a bunch of like stickers like you know with our information our podcast and you know spotify whatever it may be throwing it around in like random places mm-hmm. you know like for that same purpose it's just exactly. like the physical is way better to sell than like digital because like i feel like digital marketing especially with like social media is like mm-hmm. it's easy to get a lot of people to check out your stuff yeah. but they're not really paying attention exactly like get them to stay mm-hmm. and actually use it active you know? yeah. yeah for sure yeah that's definitely one thing um it would have been 
hard for us, like I would say, like to like have people stay on the app. You know, a lot of people are intrigued and want to download and see what it is. Yeah. And then getting them to stay is something we still have to figure it out. I'm like, how do how do we um look good at everybody? How how do we like have this so everybody wants to use it? Yeah. You know, a lot of the people are introverted. They don't want to go out. So we're planning to like add features where you don't have to go out to actually like you know connect with other people and you know get out in the community. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can dig. Yeah, yeah push. And are you guys monetizing this at all in any form? Yeah, yeah. So right now we use Google Ads, where it's like you know we per like view of the ads we get money from that, and also we get a percentage of ticket sales. So let's say someone like has an event on the app and you want to charge like five dollars into your party, you can actually just take it straight from the app, like sell tickets on the app. Yeah, you have a transaction. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, we give uh, a certain amount of that. And then uh, actually the people who buy the tickets, they have a little QR code on the app and the host will scan that ticket. And that's when they pull really? out the, yeah, that's that's when they the money out. that in depth? Yeah, we wow. <laughs> we got the, we, we were very in depth with it and we're going to make sure it's perfect. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so, Cooper, I sent you this app a while back. Did you oh, get yeah. a chance to look at it? I never downloaded it mm. yet. <laughs> yeah. <Downloaded> it, but... <laughs> okay. Um, but I then... do remember you kind of scrolling through the the whole uh, interface. The user inter- interface was very yeah. intuitive, you mm-hmm. know, and I feel like people want that. They want something that's easy to work through and very, you know, user-friendly. So I want exactly. you two to... Um, Download it right now, just like, and uh, look at it. And uh, we can, like, talk about that a little bit later. Because I, I do want to talk about the user, user interface a little bit. But um, I'd like everybody to be able to take part in it. Yeah, for sure. Basically, our um, we did our research before we even started design. And, like, we did our research about apps and stuff. And basically, the one thing that keeps people on app is simplicity. Yeah. A lot of people like simplicity. And of course. Like, there's a lot of times you might go on an app and there's still a lot of stuff you don't understand, you're overwhelmed, you delete it, and you don't go back to it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we went for a very simple design so people can, you know, easily understand what's going on and stuff. So, like, literally, right when you open the app, you're checking straight to the flyers and yep. stuff. So, it's what pretty simple. Like again? Uh, what's the word? Yeah, you didn't even say the name of what it's yeah, called. I didn't say it, didn't I? Yeah. yeah <laughs> you, like, introduced it, talked about what it was, but didn't say the name. That's I'm the most important like, part. I think I was leading up to that, but I completely forgot to get to that part. Yeah. It's all good. It happens. Mystery. Yeah, That's a mystery. Mystery is no good. No one's going to, you're going to talk about this great app, you know, all the things it can do and then not say what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the name of the app? Oh, it's a mystery. <laughs> exactly. You're going to yourself. Literally. <laughs> Come on. Come on, RG. You guys find it? Yeah. I keep getting words with friends type things. <laughs> words with friends. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we registered our business, actually, uh, before we started the idea. Uh, we oh, was, do you have an LLC under it as well? Hmm? Do you have an LLC under it? Yeah, yeah, we have an LLC. So it's the LLC is called Sibilla Pro LLC. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we basically registered the business. and. Um, what is that, by the way? Sibilla Pro. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my last name. Oh, and okay. Then, Pro professional mm-hmm. and limited liability company. Yeah. Okay. So then you you plan on doing an umbrella of things mm-hmm. yeah, from exactly. what am I what I'm understanding? Are you only on Apple? Yeah, we're only on Apple Store oh. right now. Oh, right. Oh, you don't have an iPhone? No. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. guys. I'm an Android <laughs> user. Okay, then that that brings us to a good point. Um, 
you only have iOS availability right yeah. now. You know, funds are pretty limited for us right now. Yeah. And just getting the Apple iStore was a lot of money for us. I so, thought it was free. <laughs> oh, no, but like the development cost. Oh, oh and, you know, okay, okay, okay. Development on yeah. iOS is completely development when it comes to Of course, so they're, they're entirely different. Yeah, exactly. So we got to pay for two separate apps. Mm -hmm. And paying for the first one was already a lot of money for yeah. us. So just getting that second app going is going to, you know, it's going to be a little bit. We mm -hmm. plan to get it uh, by spring of 2022. Yep. That's our plan right now to get okay. on Android. Okay. So are you planning to just like use app revenue to pay for the uh, Android mm -hmm. version? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Right now, I'll be honest, we're running kind of dry on yeah. like money because, you know, Google Ads pays like pennies. Mm -hmm. You know, a thousand people can look at an ad and you only pay like a dollar. Mm -hmm. So... Right now, we're running pretty dry. Me and my brother, we're just trying to reach out to a lot of investors yeah. and like people who like know about business to basically yeah. help us get off the ground. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we um, we basically apply. Actually, uh, one of Hugh's friend or Eddie's friends, uh, my roommate. <laughs> yeah, his roommate Nate. Yeah, his dad is a lawyer, right? Which okay. knows another guy that like you know he's a businessman, a pretty wealthy businessman. Yeah, and actually, we've been getting in contact with him, and he's been helping us a lot with like business and like helping us find investors. So like sometime next week, we actually have a meeting with like these Twin City investors. It basically helped a lot of minorities mm -hmm. like startups. So yeah, basically having a meeting with them where I pitch them our idea. And hopefully yeah. we get like, you know, funding for the app. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Wow. Mm -hmm. So that, again, I, I reiterate that's very, very impressive <laughs> to have already a pitch meeting mm -hmm. after like... Not even a year of development. Exactly. Or excuse me, um, a year of like um being active. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you guys are you guys are definitely moving very fast. Yeah, things are moving very fast, and we're very definitely. Excited. Were you prepared for this? No, for, no, definitely not. It's like, uh, what did you think was gonna happen? Honestly, we didn't know what was gonna happen because we never really done anything like this before in terms of business. Yeah. You know. Like I always been, I always worked in food service and stuff. So it's been pretty overwhelming seeing all the things coming, and I wasn't ready for the stress and like breaking my pockets for stuff yeah. like this. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing. You you have to make investments. Yeah, like for sure. if you if you want to like see the fruits of anything, mm -hmm. um, you want to make something happen, costs a lot of money, mm -hmm. and like that's why that's why everyone um one doesn't do it, and two. Like, no, I, I won't even say can't do it because, like, I feel like there's no, like, real barrier to, mm -hmm. like, getting into business, getting into, like, something that you want to do. If you mm -hmm. want to do it, you have the passion to do it. Like, you want to learn about it, you can do it. I want to say, uh, I mean, I, I guess there is no barrier, but it's definitely easier for most people than others to get mm -hmm. into business. You know. I Well, it's, like, the the initial investment, like, the, mm -hmm. the capital you have is, like, yeah. it. That's mm -hmm. what makes it easier. Like. Yeah. If we want to talk about like barriers to entry, like uh, we we can get into um, we can get into race relations as far as um, like black entrepreneurs, white entrepreneurs, like just uh, gatekeeping as far as you know what um, what certain investors are willing to put money into mm, sure. um, based on. Uh, who the face of that company looks like. Definitely. So 100%. that's another thing. Um, and are you prepared for that? Um, I, I, I do think we have experienced that a little bit. You know, we bring something to people. Yeah. Um, especially like already people who are like a lot of money and stuff yeah. in business. They definitely don't take us as seriously, especially as for being so young mm -hmm. and, you know, black. 
mm-hmm. so they don't really take us as seriously. So they don't yeah. want to really like rest their pockets for us. Yeah. So I'm excited to talk to these people next week because they specialize in helping minorities and helping mm-hmm. people of color who love startups. Well, it seems too. like you already have something to bring to the table mm-hmm. as exactly. to these investors. You mm-hmm. have this developed app. You have a user base already. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we basically have the foundation. Yeah. Do you guys moderate the app whatsoever? Yes, yeah. Uh, we do have a report feature, and the report feature sends everything. If someone reports something on the app, it sends everything to my phone. And, you know, I can, like, ban, delete, you know, suspend accounts and posts and stuff. Have you had a lot of scamming issues? No, actually not. I did have some things where, like, people try to advertise on the app. So instead of, like, posting a flyer of, like, party that, like, post, like, you know, I had a barber like try to post like you know like uh-huh. come to, come over here like, you know, I mean, so, yeah. so, like why why are you hating on the hustle <laughs> you know but I do feel like um, I do don't want I want to incorporate that eventually yeah so like let's say some a food truck wants to like post like a flyer of a food truck like mm-hmm. like oh in we're gonna be area, this location yeah, location you know. and people can go to that so I feel like that's something I want to like mm-hmm. you know do for that for sure. I, okay, so, okay, I remember the word that I was looking for uh, when I was, like, talking mm-hmm. about, like, growing, and it's scaling. Yeah. Um, so, when uh, you guys plan to, like, scale for something like that, I feel like you can uh, start charging, like, uh, certain, like, institutions, like, companies mm-hmm. that want to be on your app for exposure to, like, get a hold of people. You know, mm-hmm. you can charge them a premium, hey, like, um, like DoorDash does. Mm-hmm. DoorDash charges restaurants a premium to be on their service so that uh, people can, like, order, like, you know, deliver food and such. So uh, you want to be on this, like, app because mm-hmm. you can make money from people, like, ordering your food that don't actually want to exactly. come in. No, so yeah, for, for sure. Exactly. Definitely want to incorporate stuff like that, too. Or, yeah, like, like you said, corporations can, like, you know, post their stuff on there. Mm-hmm. And it, it benefits us, you know. They're, yeah. like, paying us and they also get more exposure for exactly. themselves. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For sure. So yeah, no, I I see a lot of uh, potential growth here, mm-hmm. and you, um, uh, as far as like being young, um, the thing is like, uh, and uh, Cooper, I think uh, you have like a decent bit to say on this is business and like successful business is um, very like a gatekeeper gatekeepery as far mm-hmm. as you know. Um, you're only allowed to be, like, successful if you're, like, a part of, like, this group of, like, you know, uh, old white men, to, like, put it us <sighs> very simply. Sure. And so if you're, like, uh, you know, some, like, young person, like, trying to, like, do something, and, like, a, they don't take you seriously because, mm-hmm. you know, oh, you're, like, this kid, oh, you got this idea, yeah. oh, my God. And they want you to play by their rules. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're For going sure. into the game, exactly. you, mm-hmm. I feel like you got to... You got to work around that or like work within that lane that, you know, those gatekeepers are providing you. Exactly. And yeah, it's always been a barrier for us to like, you know, get past that and like have people actually take us seriously. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, who were, let's talk about uh, who did believe in you as far as like the beginning is wanting to start this idea. I know like uh, you said a lot of your investments like come from. Mm-hmm. Eddie over here, yeah. obviously he saw something in you to like, you know, help with uh, app development, you know, like uh, who are the people in your corner that's like said, hey, you know, you should do this. This is a good idea. Definitely just people like I know and like we're like, like 
I had on like social media, for example, like I just I remember having the idea and then people just coming to me to say, hey, take my money, you know, I want to invest in you. And it's been it's been awesome. It made mm-hmm. me like very happy to see other people believe in me and believe what I had to do. Yeah. Like, even his sister came to me and was like, hey, I'm going to give you a thousand dollars. I believe in you. I don't expect anything back. Just take the money. Mm-hmm. And it actually helped a lot. And it, like, it really made me happy seeing all these people just like put so much faith in me and stuff. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. I, I love to hear it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that's how, like... How about on the opposite? Who are some of your oh, doubters, yeah. haters, or <laughs> yeah. who, who was trying to convince you to follow another path? <laughs> yeah, I, I know a lot of people did, like, you know, try to bring me down and, like, you know, people tell me it's not a good idea. You know, people people are not going to use it. I remember people starting up my story and saying, like, this is terrible and stuff. Mm. But I, I just don't want that kind of stuff like that discourage me. Yeah. And um, so it's actually like a, a long story. with uh, So basically, Eddie also helped me get another guy on the team. Basically, he went to school with him. He's, an, uh, he's like a businessman. And a lot of stuff happened. Oh, is this the dude who you said uh, pretended to be a millionaire and then like went to like whatever school and said like, hey, these Mm. are some posers? Yeah. Yeah. So basically this guy, he came to us saying like he used to have a company. He sold for like $3 million. Uh And we basically brought him onto the team. He was on the part of our team for so long. And then me and my brother, we just started seeing holes in the story about like his business and like what he's done. Like apparently he's rich and stuff. And we basically just did research and stuff about him, and it was, it was all a lie. Mm-hmm. And then we came to him and was like, "Yeah, man, we basically just don't see. We, we're super professional about it." Yeah. Like, well, we, how do you catch him in the lie? So it was just one day. Um, he basically we asked him, "Hey, can you write this business email for us?" And then the email was just terrible. Uh-huh. Like it just seemed like a, a fourth grader wrote it, <laughs> and then it was like, "There's no way this guy knows business." But pause real quick. How old is this guy? He's eighteen. He's 18 yeah. and had a business that sold for $3 million. Yeah, that's what he told it. And the thing is, we believed it. Because, Did you look into it? Yeah, we believed that first because we looked up his name. Uh, there's a whole article about it, right? But then after we saw the email, we had to do research about it. We saw the article for what it really was. And then basically it's a website where you can pay mm-hmm. to put your own article yep. up there. And yeah, that's what we figured out. Yep. This, this guy's a phony, mm-hmm. and he basically made up the whole story. Yeah. And we came to him was like, "Hey, man, we just don't see us work with you no more. We're very professional about it." And then he had all his like friends just go on the on the app store to download it. And now, if you can see on the app store, it's like a bunch of like one star reviews and like people like saying that app is bad. Yeah. Because like he's very immature and just couldn't handle like you know I stopped working with him no more. Like okay, so. How does he even have the influence to begin with to even like convince a bunch of people to do that? Because um, um, he's part of the football team. Yeah, oh, and like all and, you know, <laughs> popular kid. Yeah, so people had his back and uh-huh. stuff. Even though all everything he said was lies, they all yeah. believed it. And you know, mm-hmm. there's nothing basically nothing you can do because you know they always have each other's backs. So they're in the wrong. Mm-hmm. And, well, yeah. I, I figure they probably like also don't know like the full story. Yeah, they didn't know the whole full story at all, and I couldn't explain to them yeah. because there's so many people. Uh, of course, like you know, like they like obviously you're not tight with all these people. He mm-hmm. is exactly. like you know they're gonna take his side over yours, mm-hmm. like, and there there's not a lot you can do with that. And like I I think that's like honestly super super funny because mm-hmm. like um, 
I, I like I watch a lot of like uh, business YouTube stuff mm -hmm. and um, a lot of things that I hear like super often is fake gurus mm -hmm, exactly. and it's like it's literally these guys who you know like uh, pump themselves up saying they have like all this experience from like doing like whatever the fuck it might be mm -hmm. and like it's and they're like trying to convince people to like buy their courses because mm -hmm. like they've had this article written about them um, uh, they like spoke at Harvard uh, mm -hmm. and mind you you can uh, pay to speak at a fake Harvard, exactly. which is what a lot of like these like like mm -hmm. quote unquote professional guys do. Mm -hmm. um, so like there there's a lot of phonies out there that just want your money, and exactly. I I feel really bad for certain people because the thing is like some of the guys, some of those guys actually make like really good money because <laughs> they're selling a really convincing story to a lot of very desperate people. Exactly, that's literally it. You find different people. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, it's 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 tough. But um, uh, getting back on track, uh, you just it's hard to like look out for like who's who actually knows what they're doing, who's actually looking out for your right um interests. It's tough. It's it's tough to know who to trust, especially exactly. after something like that. It reminds me of a story of uh, my dad's business. He yeah. had kind of a secretary type mm -hmm. lady oh, wow. and you know you want you want to trust who you're working with and she worked here for almost a year yeah come to find out she was forging checks are you serious um, wow. it, under my dad's name and he's wondering like where's all our money going where's all the business's money going and this lady was stealing it so really you know that just makes and with your story as well just mm -hmm. makes you uh, think of the bigger picture and to be careful who yeah. you trust and who you bring on because you want to like have that trust and confidence in people but you never know who you're getting into dealing with exactly unless yeah. you're unless you've been best friends <laughs> right <laughs> then you then you can trust them <laughs> yeah stuff like that makes you want to put your guard up and yeah. like you know you, sometimes it can be good because you learn your lesson and it's, it's not something that could have been worse you know yeah. so you get your guard up early and now uh, you know you learn your lesson to not trust everybody mm -hmm. so, i mean it's harder when you start right yeah. like you're you're already pumped about this like, exactly app idea that you had you have somebody like come up to you and they're mm -hmm. like yo like, great great idea i want to work with you mm -hmm. and like it's hard to say no to something like that because like you know especially if they say like hey i made three mil exactly uh but then again it's like, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a weird territory to be in because, like, that initial, like, you just starting and, like, somebody showing interest, it's, like, hard to not, like, kind of give back in exactly. a sense mm -hmm. when, like, somebody comes to you like that. But it's, yeah, got to be weird. Definitely. For sure. But just really quick. How did you guys really believe that this 18-year-old kid sold a fucking company for $3 million? Okay, I won't lie. He is a really good sweet talker. He is very charismatic. <laughs> he's very good. When, like, when you talk to him, like you'll see like yeah. he's very good at just, like, persuading. He, like, he should be like a salesman for a car dealership or something. Uh -huh. like, the way he can just talk. And, like, really good sweet. at conning. Exactly. And and also, like I said, the article. He's like, we saw mm -hmm. the article in his name and stuff. And just like... All that stuff combined just made us like, like believe it and stuff. I look, <laughs> I 
I get you and I believe you. Mm-hmm. But me, I would want to see the numbers. <laughs> right. let, me, let, me, let, me, let me see the bank account. Right. Let me see the investments. Exactly. What's that looking like? And that's something we should have done. And now we know what to do. <laughs> but it, it's okay. Like you said, I think it is like realistically better that you mm-hmm. learn that now as exactly. opposed to later. When like, you know, let's say you do come across like, you know, big man, con man, mm-hmm. and you know, you get conned out of like mm-hmm. multiple hundreds of thousands exactly. of dollars, millions of dollars, like however much it might be. Exactly. But, and we were so glad to catch it early because mm-hmm. we were about to sign the contracts of giving him 30% of the company. Mm-hmm. And we we're so happy <laughs> to oh catch that early. God. We caught it just in time to not give the, the percentage of the company, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, I love you. Dude, that would have been so... Because then you like, that's a legal battle. Yeah, right there. Exactly. Oh, my God. We're messing like Mark Zuckerberg stuff on Facebook. Jesus, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm really glad that mm-hmm. I didn't have to deal with that. Exactly. Oh. That's probably why he was so pissed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He was so close on conning us, but we yeah. caught it just in time. Oh, that was good. Well, like... For future reference, like you said, you're building the team. Eventually, you're gonna have lawyers on your team, or mm-hmm. just like like just people watching your like money and your investments mm-hmm. and like your assets and everything. So mm-hmm. that that'll come later. You guys learned your lesson, mm-hmm. um, and you're better for it. Yeah, and not to trust any of Hughes friends. <laughs> 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 Damn, you, you gonna take that? I'll take that. Yeah, I, I told him like, man, my bad, man. Like, I should have like not. <laughs> He sweet talked to me, man. Like he kept talking, yeah. talking. Like, I was like, oh yeah, yeah, keep talking. Uh-huh. Like, Your life is very interesting, though, man. I was like, oh, three million. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I believe you. Can I ask what the company was? Well, like, what what did he what did he do? Um, or what did he? I think it was do. called. Well, you don't want to say that. You don't want to say that on the oh, yeah. air. But like, oh, it was a company where basically you you know like uh, streaming boxes where you can like watch movies on them. So yeah, it was like a a bootleg. He was selling bootleg, yeah, bootleg street boxes. boxes. <laughs> yeah, bootleg street boxes. Oh my yeah. god! <laughs> and you sold Man, you guys should have yeah, known like, <laughs> damn well. <laughs> That's already a scam. No, we didn't do the research at first of what the company actually was. You know, yeah. so, oh, you're okay. telling me this man <laughs> had a legal company. Mm-hmm. And he somehow sold said illegal company for yeah. three mil. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what he told us was he manufactured it and he manufactured all the boxes. That's what he told us at first. Mm-hmm. But then realized he was just like like going on like AliExpress and then yeah. drop shipping them and yeah. it was all it was all BS. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, okay, okay. We we won't we won't bully you anymore because like, look, I I get it. Like, honestly, like, trust me, I've like made my like mistakes and everything. So yeah, dude, I I you can't almost judge. bought uh bought that mic yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, ninety five dollars, yeah, four hundred dollar mic for ninety five. Exactly. Bucks. Look, I some things are simply just uh too good to be true. Exactly. Um, just like I that, you know. Yes. Uh, like uh, Cooper was saying, um. So there's a specific microphone that I plan on buying pretty soon. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, like leading industry like brand uh, microphone called the uh, the Shure SM7B. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a microphone that like uh, Michael Jackson used to record Thriller. That uh, like multiple like uh, platinum ringing records um, recorded on this microphone. It's like very very yeah. good microphone. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like thinking about it, and I like you know typed in. In Google, checked it mm-hmm. out, saw this ad, like, you know, and it said, like, the, like, sure, like, is, like, the brand, and it, like, mm-hmm. had the name on it. The website looked legit. I was looking at it, like, whoa, 
this is really it was like the, the microphone is four hundred dollars yeah. and I like saw it oh they're doing a discount this must be like you know Black Friday deal yeah. you know and it was like ninety five dollars I was like a little sketched out and then he calls me up he's like dude <laughs> we gotta get like you gotta get one too uh, yeah, yeah yeah you you gotta like you gotta like share the blessings with the homies of course yeah. you know um, I was just as jazz too I'm like oh hell yeah four hundred dollar yeah. mic mm-hmm. and like. I and the thing is like um I I was sketched out with it and the mm-hmm. thing is like I did like nearly go through with it yeah. like I they had a re, uh, option for like PayPal mm-hmm. and like I like tried to pay with it for with PayPal mm-hmm. but like uh, my PayPal like kept saying like you know like payment unavailable oh. you know and I like, tried it twice and I was like hmm suspect because mm-hmm. uh, like I I didn't want to buy with my like yeah. actual card, card because yeah. I couldn't like get the money back exactly um. So, like, when that didn't work, I started doing my research, and I looked around, and I was like, mm-hmm. huh. Um, and then, like, I checked out, like, Sure's actual website, mm-hmm. and it said, like, you know, they don't sell anything under, like, um, a secondary retailer mm-hmm. as far as, like, um, uh, like a factory, oh, like, okay. um, a factory resell or, like, refurbished stuff. So, they don't do that, and that was, like, the nail in the coffin for me. My dreams of buying a... <laughs> Um, a microphone for like eighty uh, percent off. <laughs> Do you think they would have sent you like some BS mic or just took your money and ran? Uh, I probably took my money and ran. Yeah. You know, honestly, like right. I, they probably. Send <laughs> <laughs> you like a fake, like, coming. a fake tracking number. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. It's still in shipping. It's still. It's been in China food. for four years. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying customer service, yeah. and it just won't go. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, you know this is why you you uh you have your um uh security net as exactly. far as like you know little stuffs that you do to like make sure. Sounds so like I didn't want to. Yeah, PayPal you, did save you. You owe PayPal one for sure. <laughs> yeah, nah, bro, fuck PayPal because like PayPal tried to steal money from me one time. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. That's like I literally had to like fight them over the phone for like a week to get my money back. They do do that. They do be locked Which in your account. Which money transfer app has not screwed you? Honest, I don't know, cause like, look, like, um, I used to use like a uh, Venmo, just like everybody mm-hmm. else. But uh, then, like, my Venmo account got hacked for like a thousand something dollars, and like, I like went and called like you know Venmo, like, and mm-hmm. it, because Venmo is attached to PayPal, exactly. PayPal owns that, mm-hmm. so it's all PayPal. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, call oh, them, oh, yell at them. <laughs> it, it is, bro. Um. And you know, yelled at them. They got my money back, and now I refuse to ever touch that app again. Yeah, I will never go back. Fuck you, Venmo. Yeah, apps like Venmo, Cash App, they're not like actual banking apps, so you can mm-hmm. basically like get away with a lot. They can get away yeah. with a lot and stuff like that. Yeah. So for me, I just don't take. I don't step away from Apple Pay or Zelle. Yeah, those are the main things. Well, because like Zelle's like an actual like institution exactly, app as far right. as like it's connected to like banks. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I think it, it's actually made by banks, mm-hmm. so, like, Exactly. Legit. So, Zelle is pretty much legit. But, or, yeah. hit me up on my wallet, bro. Dogecoin only. Fuck out of here, bro. Dogecoin is done, bro. It, it's all Dogecoin to the moon. Every single episode, I'm going to say that. It's <laughs> done. It's going to happen. <laughs> I think it's done, for sure. I, I think it's, was that, two cents right now? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Oh, like is that 20? Is that 20 cents? Yeah, 20. 20. Oh, my God. What was the peak? <clears throat> 70, 78-ish. 78 cents? So, yeah, 70 nearly half, yeah. Dude, I, I just keep it because I'm like, people are stupid. You're this playing your... will spike. Like, <sighs> when it spikes, I, I'm going to let go of it. 
Just waiting for Daddy Elon to tweet on Twitter. And you know, honestly, that's the thing. Like, I I want to call you a fucking moron, but you're not wrong because yeah. like the internet is full of fucking morons mm-hmm. yeah. that will like fucking pump something up. Like, because mm-hmm. they're hyped about, you know, someone saying something stupid. Like, for instance, um, Elon fucking Musk and his fucking market <laughs> manipulation yeah. when yeah. he said that his company was no longer accepting Bitcoin yeah. and that he didn't think it was a good investment anymore. And then the fucking price <laughs> dropped. Like, I think it was 15000 <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm only, not complaining. Oh, yeah. He got he, he took advantage of that. I'm not yeah. going to yeah. lie. <laughs> I was mad because I had money in at the time. Mm-hmm. Like, look, like, the thing is, like, ultimately... The price of Bitcoin going down is always good because, exactly. like, it's like it's always gonna go back up exactly. and like exceed where it was. Mm-hmm. But I was just mad. Mm-hmm. I was mad. Yeah, I was so mad. Everyone's mad at Elon for that. Bro, honestly, market manipulation, bro. He knows what he's doing too. He definitely does. What mm-hmm. he's doing. I know he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like, for instance, uh, did you guys hear about um, when he mentioned? Uh, uh, he had uh, people were saying like, oh, hey, um, you need to pay your taxes because, you know, uh, this, this and this oh, um, beef with Bernie Sanders. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then like he that called their bluff and said, to, all right, bet I will pay my taxes. But the thing is, he's not really paying his taxes because he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I actually am. am not a capitalist is because um, he had um, Tesla stock. That um, was about to, um, uh, it was about to like uh, start like drawing, um, the tax on it was about to increase. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he was going to be paying more on it. It was like a stock that he bought, I believe, in like a 2011 or 2013. Right. And if he didn't sell it, um, he would have gotten taxed on it more later. So the reason why he's like uh, saying like, okay, I'll sell my, t- um, sell my stocks and like pay taxes it's because he's going to be paying more taxes later. So, like, it's the point is fucking moot. Exactly. Like, I, I love the fact that he brings the community together. You know, <laughs> this man really was like, hey, should I sell 10% of my, oh, <laughs> my yeah, share? Probably, yeah. And like, Twitter voted mm-hmm. yes, I will. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Twitter convinced <laughs> me to do it. Honestly, the populace, bro. A man of the people. Mm-hmm. Bro. That's the thing. And he's so good at it. He's so good at playing like the common man mm-hmm. because like he appeals to the common man, you know. He posts about anime girls. Exactly. He talks about like you know like nerd <coughs> stuff, like, and people eat that up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, oh, Elon, that's my guy. Yeah, like he's very edgy too sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of like people like definitely. Of course, I mean like, he he married. Huh. I heard he's starring in one of the new ones. (laughs) Actually? Wait, like... No. No, I I was going to say, because, like, dude, I I hate that. When, like, um, like companies give billionaires, like, platforms like that when they don't need them. They just shift their lane because uh-huh. they're like you know I'm powerful enough I'm rich enough I'm <laughs> like influential Elon Musk enough cameo on like Iron Man, Iron Man yeah 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 <laughs> dude like that. that fucking SNL like <laughs> oh I remember back in um May right AJ uh, hit me up he was like um Elon Musk is gonna be on SNL should I put like two grand into Dogecoin <laughs> <laughs> and then right as soon as, like, we were discussing about, like, for yeah. a few hours, right? Yeah. And then he lived, and yeah. then it dropped, like, 30%. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so, I'm so glad I didn't do yeah. it. I didn't. Like, he called me up, I was like, 
thank God. Not <laughs> because he, he mentioned it, but uh-huh. he mentioned it in like a joke. And as mm. soon as he mentioned that joke, yeah. it's plummeted. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I mean, like, hey, it's like Oof. all context at the end of the day. If you're mm-hmm. saying positively, negatively, yeah, exactly. that's market manipulation, which yeah. is a federal crime, mind you. But these billionaires uh, never like, going to jail for it. The laws don't apply to billionaires. I mean, the thing is, like, it's not really well okay okay when he's saying jokes and stuff like like, no it's not but when he made that tweet about what about bitcoin that was manipulation i mean you can always say that was just informing the public that hey we're not accepting bitcoin anymore Uh, but he also like said like we we don't think it like um it's not as valuable um as like we initially thought it was yeah like Knowing the amount of like influence he had, I feel like they, they there wasn't a need for like a public announcement for, for that. He could just made the change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you remember the one tweet he made? Um, it was like a water droplet emoji, and then the rocket ship, and then he made a tweet like that, uh-huh. and then he was promoting uh, you guys come rocket crypto. So <laughs> what? It's, like, it's so obvious. You can't say it's not market <laughs> manipulation when it literally is. Because legally, you have to say if you're going to promote a crypto that you're yeah. in it. You're in it. Mm-hmm. And later, he, he tweeted that, and then like, Come Rocket went to mm-hmm. like, uh, like billions market cap. <laughs> so, like, That's so whack. Yeah. That's so whack. I hate that so much. Mm-hmm. No, nah, dude, like, crypto just needs to be regulated by the For sure. SEC. Mm-hmm. Like, that's. That's the it needs to be regulated, like like stocks is like yeah. you know it needs to be regulated much because mm-hmm. like no one can just like mint a stock. Mm-hmm. Anybody you can go like research for fifty minutes and yeah. mint a coin. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, all coins are like the craze right now, and like also the the current scam to do. Yeah. Squid um, game. Yeah, yeah. I was just about to mention that yeah. fucking somebody saw the popularity of like Squid Game and was mm-hmm. like, hmm, Squid Coin. And thought money. Mm-hmm. And then they were right. And they made a bunch of money, sold it, and the like value plummeted. To zero. And, yeah. And <laughs> you know, he came up off op, yeah. he came up off a lot of money. I made sure to buy the dip though. Yeah. I bought the dip. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, G. <laughs> but nah. You know what? Honestly. Wait for Squid, Squid Game 2. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you it'll Watch go up again. Fight, Watch that shit fight though. Watch that shit fight. I'm telling it, you. It might. It really might. If it did, I, I was paying the crypto community. <laughs> That's what, you know, I honestly, I like, I say all this stuff, but honestly, I'm just player hating, man. You know, why can't, why can't that be me? You know, why, why can't I make a successful altcoin? Why can't you run off with billions of dollars in black money? Honestly, bro. They like, why, why can't I get some of that? You know, share the love. God. You get it to Shiba Inu? Um, I, I did, but not in time. Not I in didn't. Time. I don't trust it. Dogecoin don't trust for it. life, baby. <laughs> you you say you don't you. trust it and then say Dogecoin. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. I believe it, you know? Stick to the bases. Okay, all right. So uh, since we're, we're like in a, kind of the talks of um, investments, um, Eddie... I hear you're you're a bit a bit of the money man yourself. Yeah. Um. So like, what what, what do you want to know about investing? Um. Like, what's your big game? Your biggest play? Definitely Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Of course. Yeah. I hear that. Um. Majority of the time, it's not about buying or selling. Mm-hmm. It's about waiting for the perfect mm-hmm. moment to strike. Of course. Um. 
like ever since I started investing in Bitcoin like 2020, um, I, I, I sold too early. Were you 18 in 2020? I was using my sister's account. Uh, yeah, I still use it because she has her investments and I help her mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But then I sold too early and obviously like I knew like it was going to rise up, but I got in too late because I was kind of like fearful of it. Yeah. But then I started realizing that there was a like a really uptrend for Bitcoin because um, there was a lot of news coming out, corporations like mm-hmm. Microsoft, Apple, Tim mm-hmm. Cook. Uh, recently came out saying like he yeah. supports Bitcoin and has some type of like investments in yeah. Bitcoin. Cooper, you um, have a saying for this. What, what was, I said it last episode. What was it? Um, buy the rumor, sell the news. Yeah, mm-hmm. buy the rumor, sell the news. But um, I feel like since Bitcoin has become very established, yeah. uh, it doesn't really need that anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe like five years ago, but now it's more established because uh, sec. Uh, recently approved of a like a Bitcoin ETF, and a lot of like huge institutions are buying into it. But um, it was being very overbought during like the like highs of May, and then I oh, April I think. Yeah. And so I waited until like four months. I knew it was gonna go down, and I I just bought the dip. I bought the dip around mid of July, mm-hmm. and it was around like twenty eight, twenty nine k. So now it's around like sixty k. So it's about waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. like, there was like a saying, like there's a, like a research saying like there's 253 trading days. Out of those 253 trading days, only I think 20 of those days are the most profitable. And yeah. if you if you miss out on half Camera of those died, things, yeah. 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 if you miss out on half of those things, half of those trading days, you're down 50%. You, yeah. know? you have to be ready to buy in a perfect not perfect, but like mm-hmm. near the right perfect. pocket, right pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like there's also the saying that like most of the people that have made money since the 2008 crash, they've made most of their money within 10 days. Mm-hmm. Of exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like uh, you saying that uh, Bitcoin right now is at, uh, what is it at? $59,000 right now? 60, yeah. Yeah. So like prime for the picking. Yeah. Um, do you think it's going to go down any lower? Um, recently AJ like hit me up. He was saying like, should I buy Bitcoin? And I was like, definitely like there isn't any perfect time than now mm-hmm. or any like probably two years down, yeah. like just buy Bitcoin, hold. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it literally went down $12,000. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to go back up and go yeah. higher. So. <clears throat> but right now it's, there's a support um, level for it around like 57, 58. And resistance is like 60, 69 because that was like the all-time high. But mm. Can you explain that for uh, people who might not know? Yeah. So support is when like their support is, like I said, 59. Uh, like it's just technical, right? Where uh, there's like certain like um, certain index for mm. when a when Bitcoin is being overbought and being oversold, if that makes sense. Yeah. And right now it's in between like in between like over overbought right now and so it's gonna come down obviously back to like 59 and it's gonna stay there for a while it might swing around 57 59 maybe even drop down to like uh 55 but mm-hmm. obviously you just want to buy at those points and then yeah. the resistance is like uh like resistance uh is like 69 or 67 that all-time high mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah yeah okay so uh obviously you've uh taking a very good advantage of the ups and downs of Bitcoin, mm-hmm. um, had a pretty decent come up. What else are you getting into? Metaverse. 
Metaverse, oh, really? Metaverse, really? Yep. Okay. Um, I think uh, it's really funny you mentioned that because uh, I'll bring it up later. Um, anyways, continue. Why? 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 Um, because Metaverse is going to be connected very well established with blockchain. And blockchain is where you... Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, how are they? You can you can buy and sell ETFs, yeah. uh, no uh, NFTs and stuff mm-hmm. on blockchain. That's like the majority of it because Ethereum yeah. is on blockchain. Yeah, yeah. And metaverse, uh, <clears throat> metaverse is uh, basically going to be like interconnected with that like technology. Yeah, there's no way that man made metaverse without thinking of siphoning money off mm-hmm. of it. Everything is online, mm-hmm. so this think money. Yeah. Like online money, online cryptocurrencies, mm-hmm. and so that it's it, it's going to be like a huge investment okay. if people buy it in early. Okay, so. I'll have to check it out then. Yeah. Okay. You, can, you can buy it right now. Yeah. Well, you can buy like cryptocurrency, like metaverse cryptocurrencies. Yeah, but are they not official? There are some. Uh, there are some like official, but like I mean, it's just right now. Like he said, like it's buy buy into the um, rumor and sell mm-hmm. the sell the news. That's what it is right now, because like obviously it's not established. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you could definitely buy, like right now. Um, I don't actually own any Bitcoin, but I own stocks that mine and invest in Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and that's where I made most of my investments. Ooh, uh, can I tell you something? Sure. So, uh, I recently <laughs> learned about um this um investment called um. What was it? I think it was like Watercoin or like uh like it basically what it is it is it, you're allowed to invest into the technology of water cool water cooling or just like improvements that uh, help improve the like uh, process of mining. Um, what a uh, uh, a guy I know told me about it. It's basically like this closed group of guys that are allowed to invest in this company. And basically, um, anytime that like new advancements are made, or anytime, um, uh, I think yeah, I think it's just solely off of like advancements, um, you make money. So there's not really any way to like make a net loss because it's always improving. So that kind of reminds me: is it like a type of technology that cools down the um, mm-hmm. batteries when like yeah, generating yeah, yeah. everything? Yeah. So yeah, that reminds me of a company called Cooler K U L R Technologies, mm-hmm. and they recently just got listed on the Nasdaq. Yeah. And basically, they do the same thing where they um, <clears throat> build <clears throat> build technologies, uh, like help uh, build ion battery technologies, where yeah. uh, when in the process of mining Bitcoin. Um, it'll make it more. It'll just like cool the system down, mm-hmm. and so it'll like the efficiency, electric like electricity efficiency mm-hmm. is like the cost will be lowered down yeah. as well. And yeah. so they're doing like a lot of contracts with NAS, like NASA, the government, mm-hmm. um, the army, and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're getting into like Bitcoin mining and stuff. Yeah, well, that's like the the biggest like uh, hurdle in <laughs> mining to begin with is yeah. the power consumption issue, Definitely. because to run like um all those advanced uh calculations that uh those gpus are doing Mm. requires a lot of energy really it's um it's not really profitable Mm. as like um an individual to mine bitcoin anymore as opposed to like maybe maybe like 10 years or so it like would have been really the only people that make money off of mining now are people that live near like the hoover dam um or people who off like 
basically just like ginormous like server factories or server farms, excuse me. Yeah, it used to be China that used to be like they hold, held like at least like 30% of the Bitcoins yeah. mining and farming. But then there was a huge cryptocurrency ban because of the fact that China doesn't really mm. want to associate with that. Yeah, yeah. And so a lot of um, Chinese um, Bitcoin farmers uh, went, actually got approved from the United States government to live in Texas mm. and started mining there. Yeah. And so there's like a huge immigration. Of Damn. <laughs> and they're cracking down like mm. really, really hard. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, China doesn't really like the freedom of its people and uh considering um bitcoin is a decentralized currency uh they can't control it they can't do anything mm-hmm. about it so might not like that they can try much. but they they can't like access <laughs> the blockchain exactly no one can i mean like no that's like another discussion of like uh, the blockchain to begin with um Everybody wants to like claim ownership of like making it, but like I think um, there's like uh, Arpon. Do you know what the name that's actually associated like uh, with the creator, like uh, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, right? Is that the name? Yeah. Um, yeah, and um, no one knows who he is, and like occasionally like people will come out of the woodwork saying like oh yeah you know i made bitcoin you know i am this guy and like they get like disproven instantly so just like goes to show you um yeah i don't know like anything's possible i don't know i don't know where to end that yeah so recently there was a um floridan trial and Uh people are saying that it could possibly unmask uh shitashi nakamoto Uh because there was a settlement um claiming like there was this guy who stole or took access of this guy who had 64 billion dollars into bitcoin and if you like do the correlation that's how much shatashi um shatashi nakamoto has yeah and so there's a trial going on but it's probably i don't know like maybe because like Maybe how do they know he has the money? Hmm? How do they know he has the money? Because someone got access to it. There's like a certain family that got Mm -hmm. access of the money, and he's basically getting sued because over it. Because there's like basically like a dead relative that had it over it. Maybe he could be alive. Oh, it's like a lineage thing. Yeah, lineage thing. Uh, And it's it's really tricky because I don't know. I don't know. It could be like a huge Mm -hmm. downturn. Like let's say like I don't know. Yeah, it's really mysterious yeah. yeah well i mean hey that's um that's family and money for you mm-hmm. i'm just imagining like the bitcoin phantom out there <laughs> the guy who like set everything into motion and now everyone's just crazy about bitcoin this is, like if this guy's get a mess this guy could be possibly like be the smartest man to have ever lived like mm-hmm. to create like a such a huge technology where no one no central lives mm-hmm. Uh, or no, no, no government, no intelligence agency can hack into it. You know that's mm-hmm. that's like yeah, very near to impossible. But also, there's like some conspiracy theorists saying like if you check up the like the meaning of uh, Shatashi Nakamoto, uh-huh. it means uh, in, uh, in, intelligence uh, intelligence agency, which mm-hmm. like I don't know. People like were saying like CIA really? CIA created it. You know, cap. America ain't got it like that. <laughs> I mean, just a... bro, they do some weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like, think about the sh- amount of like LSD research that they did back in the day. Like, you listen to weird shit. That's true. That's true. 
But I don't know. I'll say that. I don't know. I can't say for certain. But I, I just I don't I don't have faith in America like that. Even the CIA. Um but uh moving forward, since we're talking about um uh Bitcoin, uh what do you guys think of NFTs? So actually being here, we're actually planning to start an NFT. You guys are gonna drop an NFT. We're planning on starting planning one, on. but it so our plan was a squid game NFT. <laughs> We were planning on hiring a freelancer uh-huh. to draw us some like Squid Game characters uh-huh. and sell them out, but the hype from Squid Game just died down and mm. stuff. So I didn't. I feel like wait, was this after or before uh, like the actual Squid Coin? This is way before the actual Squid Game, Squid Game coin was a thing. Really? Like, so you guys yeah. had the idea first? Yeah, we uh. had the day. Like there was no Squid Game team entities at all, uh-huh. and it just started. Damn, you guys down. dropped the ball. Yeah, we should have done it for sure. I thought even the Mr. Mr. Beast Squid Game thing would have made it even mm-hmm. higher again. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. like I'm pretty sure Squid Game on Netflix is still like either like number three or number four is for like most watched show. Uh, just like um, it's number one all time. Yeah, but uh, just uh, uh popularity right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, being streamed. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, being streamed. Yeah. Do you guys watch it? Yeah. Oh yeah. You guys uh, watch? You I, watch have it? I have not watched it. Yet. You guys have to watch it. Like at, at I'll watch. Point. Like look, I I'm honestly not watching it out of spite because it's too popular. I'm also on that train. <laughs> it's, if something's like way too popular like that, sometimes I get mm. cynical. But mm. then there's the double edged sword where it's like mm-hmm. you know, yeah. if you have that insight, then maybe you can make an opportunity out of it. Exactly, yeah. I think we just have an old set, old head mindset. (laughs) To be realistic. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't feel like it's overhyped. I feel like it is really entertaining Mm -hmm. and a really good show. I'm sure it is. And I'll check it out eventually. And there's a lot of politics Uh, that go into it too. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff that's going on in South Korea and stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of politics that you gotta understand. Okay. You always watch Mr. Beast at all? Um, I I like check him out on occasion, but I don't like watch him uh, consistently. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's doing like a little his own Squid Game, which mm. is uh, hasn't he cool. already done it? Because I I like heard him like talking about doing it, but I don't mm. know that he's actually done um, it. Well, last thing we all seen is like leaks of the set, but I don't yeah. think they actually like filmed anything yet. Mm. Okay. Um, speaking of Mr. Beast, I think this is a really interesting point. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys seen? Uh, or heard about Mr. Beast Burger? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you want, you want to tell them about the story about Mr. Beast? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm a Mr. Beast fan, you know. Uh-huh. But I'm not like the like the crazy ones like that would actually like want to buy his sweatshirts and like get onto it and like, yeah, like I'm trying to make win like or hold my hand on you know, I'm not that Dog, crazy. I'd play the game. Oh, yeah, for I'd sure. play one of those games, bro. Fucking 10 plus million dollars on the table. To do what? To literally, like, keep, I, it could be anything. Stay in a circle for, like, you know, the longest. Uh, Like, hold a button on a phone for the longest. Like, whatever. Like, it's really stupid challenges mm-hmm. for multi million dollars. <laughs> To be fair, like even if you get out, you still get like a few thousand. Exactly. If yeah. you even lose, you still get thousands. Oh, really? Yeah. Still like gives you like um. It gives you like prizes, like yeah. MacBooks or like PS5s. Right. Yeah. Well, so Mr. B- uh, Mr. Beast Burger, right? So I went. It was around like uh, midnight, and oh, uh, r- real quick, you two probably don't know what Mr. Beast Burger no. is. Uh, you guys, we were talking about this on a different episode um, where you where said we? it's like this this YouTuber and then he started his own burger deal. Oh, you don't yeah. know who Mr. Beast is at all? 
I haven't like listened to him or heard him or anything, but like other than what he's told me. So uh, I guess we'll give you guys a quick synopsis. Mr. Beast is probably like uh, the biggest uh, YouTuber right now. Um, basically, just like for doing like the like not most. PewDiePie? Ah, uh, not PewDiePie. Like I think PewDiePie got like dethroned a while ago. Okay. Um, but basically, he does like a base a bunch of like really like wild, outlandish like videos with like mm-hmm. challenges associated to them. Typically, like the the main draw is money. He mm-hmm. like and it's it's not necessarily like uh, um, he basically gives away a lot of money, um, and that's like the draw for people. And it's like it, the 1970s game shows where you go into yeah. a shower yeah. and there's money flying. Yeah, a- <laughs> except like you're actually like getting like real deal money. Mm. Like, like I, I, hasn't he like literally given like hundreds of thousand dollars to like just random homeless people off the street? Oh yeah, he, like, he bought a house. He has a whole channel separate. It's called Mr. Beast Philanthropist, mm. where he basically just like he owns multiple like um, it's called food banks. He owns mm-hmm. he owns a lot of food yeah. banks around the country and like. Like I feel like Mr. Beast is like one of the only like, one of the only people like, I think of like, that like, he deserves his wealth. Mm-hmm. He's a really good. Player. I <laughs> agree because like it's he takes like um, the thing is like it's uh, innate like human mm-hmm. greed is like what his viewership is. Yeah. People watch because like yeah. oh wow bunch of money wow wish I could have that. But the exactly. thing is like it's not. He's he's using it for good. Yeah. Which you don't actually see very often. Like exactly. you, I don't think you would ever like normally see mm-hmm. that. And he like flips the script and like actually uses that money to for good mm-hmm. using you know that like innate like exactly. greed in people. Yeah. Um, but I'll let you continue what you're saying. And, he, and there's also there's a lot of stuff off camera too. Mm-hmm. And like he he just he's I think he's a really good person. But like he, Eddie has a story about uh, Mr. Beast coming to Minnesota. Yeah. You did you meet about? Mr. Beast? I did not. But um, so it was me, my roommate, and like a group like uh group of my friends right mm-hmm. it was like midnight and it was like the middle of august and so we went to eat, eat at perkins and mm-hmm. it was at the one in i think plymouth or no golden valley yeah and uh one of the Wait, waiters you should explain that uh <laughs> mr beast burger doesn't actually have ha, doesn't actually have a restaurant mm-hmm. they use no ghost, yeah they use ghost kitchens where like denny's perkins stuff like that they'll make mr beast food yeah so yeah. and then they use like doordash yeah to, so like, like to, to deliver and stuff. Yeah. so yeah um for more context, Mr. Beast Burger, is, I, I think I already told you a little bit, like you said, but I'll, for our pond, um, is an only online mm-hmm. um, restaurant. You can only order it uh, off of like apps such as DoorDash. Um, just like AJ just said, uh, it works out of like uh, ghost kitchens, uh, restaurants, just like you said, yeah. um, Denny's, like whatever it might be, mm-hmm. and they like cook it out of there, gets shipped out under the name of Mr. Mr. Beast Burger. And that's how it works. Yeah. Continue. And so one of the waiters were like, I, I saw that she had some Mr. Beast burgers. And I was like, hey, can I get some? Because like, I'm a fan. Uh-huh. And I'm, I still am a fan. But like uh-huh. what she said, um, <clears throat> she was like, so he went into the store one day. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, obviously they, they had to make the burgers. And so he basically just went in, said, you're like, hey, what's up, guys? Like, I'm making some burgers and didn't give them any proper training. Didn't give them like any like, heads up and basically just like told them to like learn the recipe like right now. And then like after like they made the contract, they basically just put them on the spot. And then there was like huge. Wait, well, what, for what? For what uh, restaurant? Uh, Perkins. For Perkins? Yeah. It was in Golden Valley. Like one specific location? 
<clears throat> yeah, but he obviously like went to the Plymouth one, like uh, all cross, and was like, doing the same thing, same things. And then she's she the waiter told me that he broke down the system, like of like the cashier system, uh -huh. and so it like it was hard for them to like actually like uh, take any like credit cards and stuff like that. Yeah. And so on top of like on top of like um, pushing them onto the spot and like make like force them to make burgers and stuff like that because there's yeah. a huge influx mm -hmm. of uh, customers. He broke down the system, which made it like on top of that harder. Mm -hmm. And he also he they said that sh he was like very condescending, basically. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Basically, just coming wow. in, coming in, and like, hey, just make our burgers, man. Like, okay, it's not that hard. You guys uh -huh. are just you guys are minimum wage, basically. Like, <laughs> no, like he didn't say it, but like from what she said, like that's how she it's felt. Kind of talking down, talking yeah. down, like, hey, uh -huh. your minimum wage is like just do, make my burger, make me <laughs> make my fucking burger, make my fucking burger here, and like make it right now, you know, and then with no proper training. Ooh. Wow. Like on the spot, and then, and then like obviously like I'm still a fan. But, uh, you, know. you a fan after that, yeah, yeah, like, bro? I would be like, cause like like guys like he's like known for being like mm -hmm. really like you know good guy philanthropist like yeah. you know like treats people with some respect. So, like, to hear that? <laughs> Before we get sued, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> oh, shoot. I'm not to say she told me not to say anything. Bro, now this, 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 this is the exclusive. This is the exclusive. Because you could get fired. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, they don't know who it is. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You know, it, um, anonymous woman. Um. But anyways, bro, <laughs> that's what like that honestly just shows me that he um he changed. He switched well, up. I don't know. It yeah. sounds like he's just riding the hype of his YouTube channel and really just trying to push it out as fast as possible and he doesn't care mm -hmm. how it happens. He just cares that it does happen. I feel like that's But that's the thing, like he was always like a quality man. Like, you know, mm -hmm. like ah, oh, you know, I, I need these to be like my like videos to be like done right, you know, like everything has to like have a certain order. Well, there's so, like, a quality to videos and there's quality to a burger. Like that's, the that's burger, true. Like quality can only get so good, and then yeah. Wait, well, yeah, because like I I heard him like um uh huh. What you gonna do? Put gold leaf on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, charge a hundred extra dollars. Um, uh, cause I I heard him talking um about like Mr. Beast Burger on um impulsive like a while back, and yeah, like he literally said like oh yeah, you know. Simple basic burgers. Every, you know, no one can really do a burger wrong. Well, yeah, you know, it's like fries. it's like uh, In and Out Burger. They're, yeah, their menu's so simple mm -hmm. and it's so basic. Yeah, and, but and people love they're, it. They're the most, you know, successful like mm -hmm. West Coast. Have you have you had it? I've never uh, Mr. Beast Burger. Yeah, uh, I've not. Like I've always like seen it on DoorDash, and I was like, hmm. I, uh, it's it's very it's very mid. Yeah, very opinion. whatever. It's very mid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, I did some research, right? Uh-huh. Like, right here. Guess what the most subscribed to YouTube channel is? Oh, uh, it's an Indian channel, isn't it? Yeah, T-Series. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. They make a bunch of, like, Indian music, right? Yeah, Hollywood yeah. music. Dope shit, actually. Yeah. Over time, like, that's, like, uh, the channel that was, like, fighting uh, PewDiePie for supremacy. Um, and, yeah, eventually they just Guess overtook him. Guess the second most subscribed YouTube channel is? Uh, a meme channel. Coco Melon. Yeah. Yeah. Coco Melon. Coco Melon. Isn't that a meme channel? Like, no, it's no. a kid channel. Like, oh, for the kids. okay, okay, okay. Like, Coco Melon, like, think about just, like, 
That's crazy. Yeah. That is the yeah. most subscribed to What's Coco Melon? Coco Melon is this extremely oversaturated, over exaggerated, like shortcuts, uh, like show for kids. And it is it is surprisingly like it like we talk about how we don't have long attention spans. Mm-hmm. If you watch that, like if you watch that kid show, these children like, are raised shit. on the short attention. These span. kids <laughs> will n- these kids will be goldfish. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's like it's like a lot of like like nursery rhymes. Okay. Remember, remember like Baby Shark. Baby yeah. Shark. Stop. Don't even. Like it's such a stimulation overload. Mm-hmm. There is a cut every four seconds on average. Wow. You know how you're move- watching a movie, like there's a cut every like minute or mm-hmm. so? Like Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes the it, cut's if it's pretty a good quick, movie. Though. If it's a good movie and yeah. it's like telling a good story, it's taking its time to tell that story. Yeah. It has like, you know, decently spanned out cuts because most of the movie is the silence between the action. Yeah. But this is literally cuts every three seconds. That's like you're watching Baby Shark. Do, 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 oh baby shark Stop. Do, do. <laughs> that, that's so many goddamn cuts. Does it like, yeah, it affects the brain, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's dangerous. It's very dangerous. I thought you were just supposed to play your children classical music. And <laughs> hey, that's that's, that's how you, that's how you <laughs> make a. That's actually how you make a. a what's it called? What are those kids that can tell tones called? Oh, perfect pitch. Yeah, kids with perfect pitch. You have to like around the age of like six months and three years. In that span, you have to like make them listen to very erratic music and that kind of develops the brain mm-hmm. to like kind of pick up on every little thing or every little thing that they can like you know i don't doubt that like the developmental stages are like crazy for absorbing knowledge yeah mm-hmm. well um another thing on that though as far as uh uh children youtube channels uh you guys know about like those like random like grown ass adults that like you know like uh, play characters uh, mm-hmm. for like little like kid shows, right? Yeah. Well, what's those... funny? What's funny is they like they uh, were over sexualized too. I don't know really. That. I did oh not know God. that. The thumbnails were the like, times yeah. of the fucking uh, Spider Man X uh, Elsa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I saw like. Like, I knew about that, but I didn't know they were, like, getting sexualized nah, and stuff. Just, like, cleavage out in the dumb Word? ass. It's like, yeah. It was really oh, for some kids. It was really bad. That's, I think, I feel like that's one of the reasons why now it's you're... Dead-ass, like, Spider-Man drive-humping yeah, exactly. else and shit, dude. Like, yeah, that shit crazy. <laughs> Bro, I just brought this up because I knew they made a lot of money. Yeah. To like, and now you know why they made a lot of money. They <laughs> <laughs> want know, just kids watching. <laughs> now when you try to upload a YouTube video, you have to click. Is this for kids? Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of the reasons why we had to do we have to do that now. Uh, upload YouTube video is because like those channels were just sexualized uh-huh. these characters, but mm. it was meant for little kids. Yeah, yeah. Disgusting. Mm, Absolutely disgusting. Exactly. <sighs> um, but uh, yeah. YouTube is uh, an interesting arena mm-hmm. um, uh, that we are also trying to mm-hmm. make work. Um, I have a YouTube channel. It's just of my guinea pigs, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
you guys hear about the gamer with the dislike button? Uh, yeah, yeah, they already did. They already did? Yeah, I, like, noticed it recently, because, like, um... Wait, what happened? They removed the dislike button on YouTube. Yeah. Wait, why? Because it, uh, causes, uh, too much, like, uh, turmoil for, like, uh, viewers. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Um... I put more creators what? than the viewers. Oh, like, was it creators? Yeah, it was just, like, they feel like it brought a bad, like, bad attention to, like, creators and, like, mm-hmm. discouraged people from, like, posting stuff on the platform. Mm-hmm. I feel like they just did it because like, we need to rewind. Uh, I would have like a hundred right, 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 dislikes. Right, yeah, 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 more dislikes than likes. <laughs> yeah. Bro, like if, like, if you're complaining censor- about some fucking... Low-key censorship right there. True, yeah, like, literally. <laughs> if you're complaining about like the amount of dislikes you get, like get better content, bro. Exactly. You know, stop sucking. Honestly. No, here's the thing though. Like, I feel like people need an outlet for like negative emotions. Exactly. You know? And like you getting rid of that dislike mm-hmm. button... People are gonna be flooding those comments. Mm-hmm. Shit, be <laughs> <laughs> right they're gonna have to They're gonna have to get rid of comments for these. <laughs> well, oh that's the God. thing. Like, I, I don't think like the comments are gonna like come no matter what. Mm-hmm. I feel like no people will search up your email address, bro. Like, <laughs> it'd be crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's easy to be negative. Um, but no, I, I think it's really like dumb because I feel like. Dislikes are very important to like actually like um, the helpfulness of what a video actually is, because uh, uh, I think one of the arguments I saw was, you know, uh, what if you're like watching a review video mm-hmm. or like you're exactly. trying to like um uh, like uh, learning something or whatever it might be, and you don't know whether or not uh, this video is going to be a waste of your time exactly. based off of like you know the like to dislike ratio. Exactly. You know, so you might have to like go and like actually check out a video and see is this good or no and. Uh, Keep it pushing. I know, right? But one thing I will say in defense of YouTube is YouTube's the only one that actually does have a dislike button. Mm-hmm. Think about like TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, none of those have mm-hmm. dislike buttons. So I feel like they're trying to like, you know, they see all these other apps on dislike buttons. So mm-hmm. I feel like, why can't we just do that too? Mm-hmm. The thing is like, it'd be cool if you like, you know, did that from the jump. But mm-hmm. like now it's like polarizing because like, you know, exactly. these motherfuckers have had it for too long. Exactly. You know, right. they're privileged. Yeah. You can always give more like privileges but as soon Can't as you take start it. taking it away yeah. <laughs> exactly people don't like that um okay so i think okay we're, we're good to like move on to a new segment so um so we have um one segment that we typically do on this podcast called mm-hmm. money moves um basically we kind of just talk about like current events in like business finance whatever it might be and um just like i uh, get some like thoughts on it uh, so this week, we're talking about Mark Zuckerberg and the metaverse. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> Weren't we just talking about yeah, that, Teddy? Exactly. Yeah, That's yeah. Crazy. Did you read our minds? <laughs> I might have. Um, yeah, so what do you guys think? Is this uh, is this the end of socializing? Well, first off, do have you ever used VR before? Oh, uh, yeah. Like VR, used twice. VR, yeah. I've... So, you know, Facebook owns Oculus now, right? Yep. Yeah, so I feel like this is something that would be really big, like having an Oculus and, like, going on VR chat and it's, like, you know, having your own home and people, mm-hmm. like, like connecting people like that. I do think the metaverse is going to be a very big thing within mm-hmm. the next couple of years. I think so, too. And then once VR technology even improves, like, you start having, like, the body suits mm-hmm. and, like, you know, hand We're, tracking. Uh, what's the stuff. one movie? Um, ready player one yep yeah <laughs> well mark zuckerberg might be the next like you know ready player one mm-hmm. um oasis mm-hmm. stuff you know mm-hmm. like, you know, like i need my haptic suit bro. yeah 
But bro, like you, you don't think that's dangerous though? Like we've like I feel like we've seen like these like proofs of concepts mm-hmm. as far as like the the dangers here because yeah, like well dangerous dangerous how like, it's like um, of um just like uh, communication just um because we already see it like now with uh, social media like um social media was meant to connect us like as far as you know no matter the distance you are from someone you can always connect with them but it's like kind of um morphed into something else that uh pulls us away from our actual lives so if we like introduce a new element where you know it's not just um you know you're you're taking time from um your real life to like look at what's happening on your phone you're now it's damn become near, your real life yeah <laughs> you're, you're you're going into your phone you're not looking at your phone anymore you know yeah, you're looking outside for like fun exactly like <laughs> it it's like it's I feel like it could be really dangerous because we we might stop socializing, you know, like we might have like, you know, yeah, or like, then you're just socially just... socializing online. Like and yeah. for some people, maybe they can't get outside as easily. Mm-hmm. They can't visit their friends. Maybe mm-hmm. they live in another country. Yeah. Maybe they're like, you know, disabled and can't Sure. I think it'll be like really beneficial for mm-hmm. like the disabled for sure. Um but I'm scared. I don't know. You can't be afraid of change. Change is constant. It's change, you're right, and you are right about that. But uh, it's like how that change is developed. You yeah. know. What are, what are you guys' thoughts? No, it's definitely gonna be a huge um, industry mm-hmm. um, because of the fact that so many people are gonna use it. Like mm-hmm. because of it's gonna be mm-hmm. mostly advertised by on Facebook because yeah. they are the one of them a few companies that are transitioning their <clears throat> their entire industry into the metaverse yeah mm-hmm. but it's also kind of scary because of the fact that like um what's his name steve jobs yeah mark zuckerberg himself um don't even allow their own children to use it mm-hmm. and that that speaks loud that speaks very loudly yeah um but it's it's a huge investment, like a huge mm-hmm. investment opportunity. And I wouldn't even, I, I wouldn't use it, but like, yeah. go ahead. Like, it's probably going to put me out of business. Yeah, yeah. It's ports of parties. We already know. Bro, man, you, you go into a digital party, bro. How whack. How whack <laughs> would that be, bro? Yeah. Oh, man, I'm scared to talk to that girl, man. She's, <laughs> man, she's really cute. I mean, yeah, rejection bro. online would probably be way less, you know. You I, I feel party. like I'd be hurt more. If I, if I get rejected the 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 fucking the metaverse, bro, go ask, go ask her number. Man. I get turned out in the metaverse. I'm killing myself. She's got the cool emo, bro. Bro, imagine, bro. Like she doesn't like my avatar. You know, like I don't have like the right like clothes on. Or like, because you know how characters will be NFTs. That's what their plan is. You know? Really? The NFTs yeah. worth nothing. So it's oh, like, that, don't the sad part is. When you go up to ask for her name, she'll be like, what's up, bro? <laughs> <laughs> that too, that too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, bro. Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, I think I'm more with you. Good investment opportunity. Good. I mean, at the end of the day, it's like, don't get high on your own supply, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make your money. Mm-hmm. Oh, facts. I'm like, I'm definitely like putting my money in and like investing. And like, you, you just mentioned that you said the avatars are going to be NFTs. Yeah. So, like, I think that has like some like crazy, crazy potential because For imagine sure. like, you know, some 
celebrities are like getting a hold of like these NFTs and they say, ah, I'm done with this, selling it. Imagine mm-hmm. like, you know, some like fucking super fan buying that NFT and they're like saying, exactly. like, um, I don't know, I'm Beyonce now. I have Beyonce's, <laughs> you know, metaverse character NFT, you know, like that's crazy. <laughs> That's yeah. some crazy stuff. There's a lot of potential with that, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I don't know, dude. But, like, is it going to be a weird dystopia, though? I feel like it is. I think so, I feel dude. Like if, like, we're living in some past person's version of yeah. a dystopia right now, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know. True. If we, if we go far enough in the future, we're going to think that's a dystopia. If we mm-hmm. go far enough in the past, someone looking at us is thinking... My God, how do these people live like this? Exactly. Staring well, at their phones, yeah. Yeah. you know. Well, no, and, and I, I buy it. I, I definitely believe it. Like, um, I feel like we are definitely like more disconnected than like we've ever been with like people because um, this. Uh, I, I say this all the time. We live in an attention-based economy. Whatever like garners the most attention is the thing that's going to be hot. So like, people aren't paying attention to like what really matters. Like, uh, we even seen like politics a lot of the time. You know. If, uh, you know, these, like, big politicians can create a stir that, like, you know, gets people talking over here about something that doesn't really matter, they can go and do something over here, you know, and people aren't paying attention, you know, to their dirty deeds, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it might be. And this, like, applies to, like, anything. It's just, um, I I feel like the the main purpose has been superseded. And it's just, it's being used for evil now. I don't know. Like, and and I I might sound like an elderly person saying this but it's just i because i i catch myself in like it all the time like you know i'll be on my phone you know i'll be on instagram you know scrolling and i'll keep scrolling and like literally i i'm just like like looking at girls asses i'm like uh looking at like clothes music whatever it might be and you know it gives me what i want and it keeps giving me what i want Mm -hmm. and then i realize oh 30 minutes of fast. And that's Only bad. 30? Sometimes 30, more. 30 minutes of asses? <laughs> that's what you're telling hey, us. What? How many asses <laughs> are you on, bro? Yeah, there's definitely been research on it, and that, that scrolling mm-hmm. is really addictive, just mm-hmm. especially for us, because our attention spans are so short these days. I mean, like, that's just like that, TikTok blew up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that quick scrolling and dope, yeah. that quick dopamine that we yeah. get is. Yeah, our problem was just talking about short attention spans. We're training our kids for short attention spans. The constant reward. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Easy reward, and it's just like... Yeah. I don't know. I want to raise my kids on plain rice and classical music. And dude books. (laughs) Nothing. Yeah, dude, because I feel like that's the only way. Like, you know, I don't like... I, I, like, look at, like, our TikTok generation right now, and I'm Mm. like, damn... I don't like those kids. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Is that bad to say? No, I, I wouldn't say so. What do you mean like TikTok kids? Uh, just like... A little thirst traps where people like dancing. Uh, like like anything. Phones. It's just like, just like meaningless, like just like objective, like whatever. No, it's, just, like, it's like living for not... Like, you know, whatever's around you, mm-hmm. living for your clout online. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. It's like, yeah, who you are online. Anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, your personality online is totally separate from your personality in the real life. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there's like a bunch of people like that. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, like I think I sent you a video, right? Like, uh, of this dude in Paris who's just like, I know why Par- uh, Parisians hate like mm-hmm. everybody. Uh-huh. And he just like shows a video of like this girl with like entire fucking 360 setup with like the ring light and everything in front of the yeah. Eiffel Tower doing your little TikTok oh, dance. Serious? <laughs> Bro. I'm so glad we live in like Minneapolis and like we like we don't see TikTokers like that often in like the wild. wild like I feel TikToker. like, yeah, bro, wild TikToker, bro. Like it, I feel like that's that's really a coast thing. Like you know, like LA, you know, New York, mm-hmm. like Houston, maybe, but like I, I don't know, man. Oh, we might get that soon. I think I honestly think, in my opinion, uh-huh. I feel like Minnesota will be the next California. We're already seeing a bunch mm-hmm. of like new people here, mm-hmm. and like all the things that Minnesota has. Yeah, you know, I, I really know. feel it's like... way too damn cold. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is too cold. I but... feel like it's a lot of things Minnesota doesn't have too. No mm-hmm. hurricanes. Exactly. Then, exactly. No, uh... no. future proof your investments. Damn, buy <laughs> some land here because exactly like, you know global warming happening. Mm-hmm. Like we like, still don't yeah. have stuff, yeah we right? have <laughs> fire fires in Cali flooding in Florida mm-hmm. you know yeah. It's like everything yeah. was come over here and stuff. No. I, I definitely agree though. Like Minnesota is mm-hmm. Minnesota actually has a lot of things popping. Like mm-hmm. and like we're actually like one of like the like most active like metropolitan mm-hmm. cities in the country. Mm-hmm. Um but you I know think COVID has killed it though. You think so? Yeah. I yeah, you're like, you're definitely we, right. We are like <clears throat> it's just the fact that we are, I want to say we are too liberal of a city to do anything now that COVID has happened. Because, mm-hmm. like, everybody is still so worried mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Florida, damn. They were. They like, don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, COVID happened and they were like, holy shit, we got to close everything for mm-hmm. two months and then everything was open again mm-hmm. and nobody gave yeah. a shit. Well, that's and, like, the thing. Like, people yeah. are still, like, yeah. very conscientious mm-hmm. of it. Which is not a bad thing. Mm. It's just like it, COVID has yeah. really killed the city. And of definitely, course. I feel like a lot of people around the country are just sick of mask, mm-hmm. mask yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. Of course, but like you know, it kills innovation though. Like when you when well, you're it, restricted. But then again, it's also killing people. So like you know, True. what the fuck kind of innovation are you gonna have without people? True. Yeah. No, you're right. You know. <sighs> And as far as the Florida thing goes, everybody knows that, like, you know, Florida's just filled with demons. So, you know, do they really care? I want to go to Florida, maybe. (laughs) Real people don't live in Florida. The only people in Florida are drug dealers, (laughs) drug abusers, and retired people. Those are the three. You know that's what it. I'm going to be? <laughs> retired. <laughs> that's, bro, dude, I don't mind retiring in Florida. I'm super chill with that. Right, exactly. Hell no, dude. By the time I retire, Florida is going to be in the water. I- the tip. The tip. Just the tip. Tip's the most expensive part, baby. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of Florida is still nice. It's crazy how that prop property value is going up, though. Oh yeah, my my parents' house like doubles. Like Minnesota land is going up mm-hmm. a lot because we have some yeah. people coming here. The, the demand is so high, the supply mm-hmm. is so low. So. Dude, I don't like it. 
Because, like, everything's more expensive. Like, houses are getting more expensive. Mm -hmm. Rent is getting more expensive. You just don't like it because you're not in it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. facts. You're right. You're right. That's that's exactly why I don't like it. They're gentrifying you. (laughs) Honestly, bro, fucked up, man. Mm. Fucked up. Mm. So, yeah, no, no, go ahead. I know. I want to bring up the topics. I don't know if you want to talk. Oh, no, 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 like, uh, what else do you have? Okay, so y'all know the situation with Kyle Rittenhouse and yeah, yeah, yeah. Over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, don't, you don't know about it? What, what is that? Kyle, Kyle Rittenhouse? No. He's, oh, you remember that no, one kid, uh, yeah, like last year uh, during like riots, he mm-hmm. like uh, shot like multiple people mm-hmm. uh, with an AK. AR-19. Uh, yes. He got hit yeah, with yes. a, a skateboard and like shot someone. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that guy. Funny didn't story. He, me and Eddie were. Did he kill really a random like kid too? <laughs> no. no, he killed. He, he three killed adult. No, two adults and injured one mm-hmm. adult. So all of them were adults. Okay, then like, I don't think he'll like it. Completely. Yeah, me and Eddie were up there. You were there? Yeah, not daring it happening, but we're there maybe like an hour or two after Kyle killed them. Like I remember, we were playing Fortnite. We're like, man, we should go to Kenosha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we drove down there, mm-hmm. and we just see the aftermath of everything. Yeah. Man, it was crazy. Some crazy Buildings stuff. Buildings burned, mm-hmm. like everything torn down. <laughs> windows, boom, boom, blood. Yeah. Everywhere. Was this during the riots? Yeah, it was during the riots. Mm-hmm. So literally, it was like I think I'll say four months after, uh, you know, the stuff with GF, and then you know Jacob Blake happened, and then Kenosha. So mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like me and he went to every single riot in Minnesota, then Wisconsin. We went to. Like, Did your Min- sister know about this? <laughs> yeah, she she actually like supplied me with stuff. Like, really? Masks. Yeah, with my, masks and, like wow. medicines and stuff. Yeah. And we basically drove there. Does your mom know about this? <laughs> no, she didn't. Yeah, she would have killed me. But, yeah, my sister was like the only one supporting because like she was like, "Yeah, go ahead." Like, uh, like mm-hmm. this is like a one-time opportunity. Where sure, you can, sure, like, sure. Go out and mm-hmm. like. Be with the community. Experience history. Yes. Yeah. And we were about to go to the um so what's his name? The the Asian guy, the Hmong guy who um also like complied and helping Derek Chauvin kill yep. uh, uh George Floyd. Mm-hmm. We were about to go to his house and yeah. protest there, but then we were like, nah, we should No, I remember he he left and uh, Oh he left? Yeah, he left oh. the house. Because he he lived in Brooklyn Park. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh no, I, I he didn't go with me, but I went to Derek Chauvin's house. Wait, what? Yeah, I went to Derek Shaw's No way, really? Yeah, it was so much oh. people out there, and it was crazy. People were just throwing water, like, water bottles and mm-hmm. like, stuff at the house. Damn, they didn't have, like, uh, armed guards. They I did. Guess, they did have police there, but, like, there's so many people, and there's nothing they really mm-hmm. can do. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do with crowd control yeah. with uh, angry people? I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't really like stuff like that, where, like, you're going to someone's house. Because, like, mm-hmm. yeah, the, the person's a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> right. But, like... Their family and their kids are there, dude. Exactly. No, I get for sure. Respectful like, respectful. But they're they were already gone though. By the time we went there, um, I pretty sure Derek was in Florida with his family and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Derek was gone for sure. We just we remember we just we were making like a little documentary, so we just mm-hmm. went to everything, just documenting yeah. everything. Or yeah. we were at the very first protest, like the day GF died. We were there, like you know, mm-hmm. documenting. It. I think I still have a photo, but um. Uh, one of the protesters uh, went to like a supermarket and then got uh, a a skin like pig face and yeah. just laid it on and it was like a skin mm-hmm. what a pig a pig head oh a pig, a pig head, head. Oh, and, like you know and like, you know because cops and yeah, uh, <laughs> they just laid it out there yeah <laughs> I see yeah, it was pretty crazy we had like snipers on the roof like shooting people uh, not surprised mm. well honestly I think the funniest things that come out of this though was the fact that Derek uh. 
Yeah, Derek Chauvin was married to a beauty pageant, like a princess or whatever they're mm-hmm. called. And she ended up leaving him yeah, after the fact him, yeah. and like took like whatever fucking money he had. Mm-hmm. And I just thought that was hilarious. Yeah, now he's serving what, 20 years? Was he sentenced then? He was sentenced, yeah, a while ago. So, yeah, now it's Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, It'll be interesting to see what his verdict's going to be. For Kyle? Yeah, I feel like. It's hard. He, he's like, he was acquitted. No, on no, some charge, not all charges, oh. on some of them. He was acquitted okay. on the, the gun charges, so you're not, uh, he won't get in trouble for having a gun mm-hmm. illegally. I feel like, I don't know, I'm skeptical. I feel like he's going to be cleared on like some, if not all, his charges. Mm-hmm. Not that well, that's what I personally want. But It seems like he's going to be acquitted. The way the judge is acting, he's going to be acquitted on all charges. Yeah. How the judge is doing is like... I've never seen the judge baby someone so much, you know? Like, and, like, you know, a lot. I feel like a lot of people, they look at the, they look at Kyle and they're just like, oh, this is just a young, upstanding boy, you know? He's got his whole life out of him. He made a mistake. Or some people don't even think he made a mistake. Some people think he was totally justified. So I feel like, I don't know, the jury it's is just going to, well, like, you, you shouldn't know, be paying, buy into You that. shouldn't be playing Batman at 16. Well, the yeah. thing is, like, yeah. my, no. my thing with it is, like, you know, with uh, the justice system is, like, keep the same energy. <laughs> keep the same energy when, you know, you're convicting, like, these people of color for, if he was like, really, like, lighter yeah. charges, like, things significantly less bad. Keep the same energy. If he was black, you know? this shit would not be. No, bro. Like, that's he, like life. He probably wouldn't even be arrested right now. I, I worked with someone once mm-hmm. who called Kyle Rittenhouse an American hero. Oh and I was just like. At the airport? Like, no, no. This was like a little while ago. But I'm like, setting all things aside, like, how can you call like a person who murdered and shot other people an american hero exactly. shot other americans mm-hmm. like exactly. sure like maybe he like you know put some fires out and mm-hmm. like he's good for that but like you can't someone who's killed somebody else is not a hero exactly. let alone an american hero like why like, why is him shooting somebody and killing two people yeah. a part of being an american hero that's dumb you know mm-hmm. Yeah, that really, that one really set me out. Also, the prosecutor just released video, this trial, like, two days ago, of him actually beating up a girl when he was 15. And there was video of him, like, like I don't know if you guys seen the video oh, yet. Oh, yeah, but, like, didn't, didn't that, like, all basically get, like, thrown out in court yeah. because it was, like, irrelevant? Yeah, the judge, okay, the judge is so biased. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the justice system for you. I'm, I'm, I'm preparing for... Yeah. 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 I'm preparing for what a disappointing verdict. No, for sure. He's getting off on all charges. 100% he's getting off. Like, the judge is literally just like holding his hand through it. Yeah. Like, don't listen to the bad man. The prosecutor is like. <laughs> Wait, what? He said don't listen to the bad man? <laughs> no, but he, he was saying this. In don't essence. Listen. Yeah, in essence. You know, he literally said like word before. Don't listen to what the president's saying. Don't listen to what the press is saying. You know. And he was serious? Yeah. So he was yeah. like, damn, he's basically on his side. Yeah. No, he literally 100% is. And he was, he also, the, he talked about the iPad thing, yeah. the iPad camera. Uh-huh. Basically, the prosecutor was, uh, the, no, uh, the, the defense lawyer was saying that when you shoot a video on a phone and when you zoom in, the um, the AI is making fake, fake pixels, right? Like, you tell like I zoomed in on a camera, 
as in mm-hmm. on your face, <laughs> your face is basically he, they, they, he said that the phone, what? the phone is making a fake face. That's not, that, that, <laughs> what? That's not how it works. Exactly. And the judge literally agreed with them. He was arguing with the prosecutor, saying, "Hey, yeah, whatever you see on the phone is not actually real. It's the AI trying to think what is real." Dude, now here's the thing, though. <laughs> That's the crazy thing about judges, right? Uh huh. They're fucking stupid. Yes. <laughs> Like they get elected well, into their seats. I, yeah, I, I read exactly. I read a uh, thingy, um, like a, an article, an article about how this like dude was trying to justify the fact that he was speeding by saying like, "Hey, judge, like it's a it's a scientific thing, you know? Like when you move towards a light source, it blue shifts." So I saw it as like. A greenish color when it was red because mm-hmm. you know blue shift yeah but that literally op- only happens when you're going the speed of fucking light bro <laughs> how do you not know that well like what the fuck are you on the thing is like with that i i will i'll give some leeway because the thing is like these judges like all they know is law they don't know anything else so like dude that- sometimes the law is not what the people need exactly. facts so, like, judges getting played like that doesn't surprise me. No, that, that's, like, rudimentary understanding mm. of physics. Like, you, there's no yeah. way you got through Okay, but, like, what, but what, what, what judge do you know that's, like, have, that's you've seen that's, like, not older, or excuse me, not younger than fucking 55? Yeah, I think about these judges were mostly alive, yes. probably, like, during segregation days yeah. and stuff. So, you yeah. know, a lot of They're bias. old fucking yeah, dudes. old, you know. So that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. He didn't win the case, though. A high school student in the audience was like, bro, that, that's not how it works. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm really glad. because I'm just, sorry. Like, come light. on, man. Like, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. But anyways, um, I think we're good on time. Yeah. Uh, guys. Thank you very much for yeah, coming on. Thank you so sure. much for talking coming. with this us. This has yeah. been an awesome conversation. Mm-hmm. I, appreciate I hope you guys that. had fun. Yeah, 100%. You know, we, we got, a lot, got to do a lot of learning from you guys, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you know, uh, the company, uh, what's the word? Mm-hmm. You know, making big moves over here. Yes, big stuff for the future. Yeah, let me know when you it's know. gone Android. I <laughs> <laughs> got you. Yeah, and like, you know, maybe we can uh, get you guys back on here when you're making some more waves. Mm-hmm. Got some more stuff to talk about. More stuff on scaling, growing, what's happening in the future. Well, um, that, at that point, you know, we'll be mm-hmm. making our own waves. Yeah, exactly. 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 You have some big guests on here for sure. I definitely see it. We already got some big guests here. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, so lastly, uh, you know, uh, would you like to plug anything, say a few things to, you know, our uh, viewers? Drop some IGs, drop Mm -hmm. drop some Facebook. Download what's the word on the app store, you know, what's the word? Um, Yeah, do that and uh, buy Bitcoin. (laughs) (laughs) Buy Floki Bonk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my moves. Yeah. Good investment advice. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay. Uh, still don't have. Uh, uh, this has been the Live go. and Learn podcast. Yep. All right. Peace out, kids. <laughs> See you later. See you next week. Woo. Maybe we'll get like you know proper video one day. I just want my Nerf gear, like you know the A O A. What was it? SLA.
or SAO, Sword Art Online. Oh, hell yeah. I want to get some Nerf gear. I want to buy some NFTs with those. <laughs> <laughs> like, <ooh>. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>